Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another podcast. I am Rachel Niagara. Greetings to everyone. want to say we love you so much. And there's just nothing you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Happy Sabbath to everyone. Brandon Holtz, your presence is heaven. Your presence is heaven to me by Brandon Holt. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you right now, Lord God, for being who you are. Lord, thank you for being worthy to be praised, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for being Abba, Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Lord, thank you for bringing us through the night. Lord, thank you for waking us in the morning light. Lord, we thank you that things are are better than yesterday. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that this is the day that you have made. And in it, we will rejoice and be glad. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for giving us that joy, that peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you, Lord, for going before each and every listener, those that come into the live. Those that listen later, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for giving them such a clarity, Lord, such an enlightenment. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for the inspiration that we get today, Lord God. We just appreciate you on today. Lord, I thank you for going before this podcast. I pray, Lord God, that you would speak through me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I yield myself to you as a willing vessel, Lord, now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Saints, we are going to walk on water. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we're going to walk on water. Amen. And with that being said, we're going to go to the book of Ezekiel. Okay. We're going to go to the book of Ezekiel. 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 All right. And um, that's going to be... Chapter 16. We're going to start at chapter 16. Let's walk on water together. Ezekiel, uh, chapter 16. And, um, you know, it's talking about Jerusalem. Okay. The Lord is talking about Jerusalem and the words of the Lord came into Ezekiel about Jerusalem. Now, anytime in the word, we begin to read about Jerusalem. We begin to read about Israel, you know, we begin to read about the Gentiles. We begin to read about, you know, different ones. Uh, I, myself, me, when I am reading the Bible, I can read about the Gentiles. I can read about those of us that were adopted in. Amen. I can read about the Jews. I can read about Israel. I can read about Jerusalem. I can read about different places but at the end of the day the lord has said that we have been adopted we have been grafted in amen the lord said that we are joint heirs okay with christ amen so going back to a physical place if i was adopted by a person uh, and they and they say that you have you can you have the same heritage as my kids, right? I'm giving you the same heritage as my kids. Uh, in fact, I'm, a, I'm I'm bringing you all the way in, not part ways. I'm giving you my name. You have the same heritage as my kids. I'm going to give you heir to the throne. You know, you're going to have joint heir. I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna push that away from myself you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna reject that i'm not gonna just be looking like well you know i was adopted in but you know they got it better i was i was it's almost like having a self-rejection you know what i'm saying i i believe that we are to take a grateful attitude and being adopted in, I believe we should love Abba that much more because he allowed his children to to go that way in error 
so that we could be adopted in. It's only in the Lord's perfectness that he could allow something like that to to be beautiful, right? That he could allow something like that to bring life to a whole nother nation, to bring life to a whole nother creed of people, to bring life to the Gentiles. Amen. And so I believe that you and I are not squandering this opportunity to be grafted in. You know what I'm saying? Because there's not a whole lot of time for us to just play around. You know, we have to be serious about who's Abba, right? It's almost like uh not having a father and then one comes and says, hey, I can give you this, this and this. And we make the choice that we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like the um, prodigal son who made the choice. Uh, I don't want a relationship with you, Dad. I want my inheritance so I can go on and splurge and do everything I want to do. The prodigal, right? But that is not how, you know, we should be found. And in, in sometimes in our lives... We can be found in that situation as that prodigal son. Like, Lord, I don't really, you know, I want the blessings. And, yeah, I want to keep breathing your breath. And I want to, yeah, I want to keep living. And I want to keep being successful. And I want to keep doing this. But I just don't want the relationship with you. Right? Well, we have to be found in a place within ourselves to where, no, no, it's, the relationship that's important. The inher- the inheritance is going to come, but that relationship is needed. Amen. It's needed for us to thrive. And so I'm saying all that to say, when I read about Israel, when I read about Jerusalem, Israel, when I read about these things, I, I, I look at myself because I've, I've been grafted in. You know what I'm saying? And so now that I've been grafted in, Jesus said, I'm in the Father, the Father and me, me and you, we're one. So do we really believe that? Like we talked about believing the other day. Do we really believe that? When we look at Israel, do we see us or do we see Israel? We the Gentiles, that's Israel. Um. I'm going to have to raise my hand and tip out, right? You understand? Because when I was adopted, and this is a personal walk, so I'm going to tell you about my walk. When I was, when I realized that I was adopted in to life everlasting, when I realized that the Lord allowed someone else's mess up to be my come up, I really, I embraced it. So when I read the word, sometimes people read the word and they say, oh, that's talking about Israel. Oh, that's talking about this. Oh, that's talking about that. That's talking about me. All of it's talking about me. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can be so educational till we miss. We miss. We miss. When I look at the word of God, I see myself. When I look at the word of God, when I embrace the letter of the, of the word, when I embrace the word, which is God in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. When I look at this, I see me. When I look at this, I see what to do, what not to do. Right. And you might say, well, why are you saying this? Well, I feel like I have to say it because, you know, it's just so it's just uh, it's a lot of different people that tune into the podcast. And every last one of us have to get this, right? Every last one of us have to understand this word. Amen. So in in the way I'm going to teach it today, I can't. There are going to be some that say, well, they was talking about Jerusalem. Well, yeah, we know that. Right. And but when I believe when the Lord gave us the word, he gave it to us. Personally, you know what I'm saying? And I believe this is another reason why people can look at the word and say, oh, that ain't for me. The Old Testament, oh, that one for me. That was for uh, 
children of Israel. When Jesus came, Jesus came and died for the whole world. So I, I look at when Jesus came and see, so that back there, that wasn't for me. This right here, when Jesus came, Jesus shed blood for the remission of sins. This, this us right here. Because see, we were the Gentiles and then, you know, you got Sassy Pharisees, you got, you know, all them. So yeah, we're found over here. So Old Testament ain't really got too much to do with us. That's Moses, the letter of the law. But over here, when Jesus died, okay, and then he rose again. This us right here. And it's like, are we Abraham, see? Have we really and truly been grafted in? Like you, have you really and truly been adopted? Because we can say things, but it doesn't, be, it doesn't mean that we believe them. I can say that Abba is my father, but do I really believe that? Do I think that he loves, you know, that he would just, you know, although he said, hey, you know, because of this, you know, y'all got a chance, but that's my love. Okay, I understand that, but I'm so glad <laughs> that you allowed them to go the way that they did because you brought us in. Those of us that choose to come in, you brought us in. And now, okay, when they turn their hearts back, all of us are the children, right? Like, I'm trying to get an understanding. Because when I read the word, I see myself. I see that the blessings, and some will say, the blessings of Israel is not for the blessings, is not for the Gentiles. And the promises God made to Israel is not for, the, for it's not our promise, it's their promise. And my thing is like, okay. But God has no respect to a person. He said we're joint heirs with Christ. We have that same inheritance laid up for us. Jesus said, where I go, I prepare a place there you may be also. So is the hang up in us? Or is the hang up in the word? How do we see the word? How do we view the word? How do you see it? How do you see it? Because the way I see it, I see that in, in my father's house, there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. And if I told you, it wasn't to make you jealous. It's to let you know that this is for you, too. That this word is for you, too. That when I say you've been grafted in, you've been grafted in. When you take a garment, right? And you ever seen a garment with patches on it? And there are different patches on this garment. Now, back in the 80s and 90s, you really saw this because it was more so in style back in the 80s and 90s. And there were like on jeans, you can see different patches. You may see one patch here was purple. Then you have jeans and then you come up. There's another patch might be red. Then you come, then, then you have the jeans and then another patch, a square patch. You know, it might be green. And then on this leg, there's a square patch and then jeans. And then there's another color square patch. And then you come up the leg. There's another color, maybe yellow square patch. Well, all of these things made up the garment that the person was wearing. So I don't, and some of us have the mentality, all right, because we're going to get into the word, but I just feel led to, to talk about this. Some of us have the mentality that, okay, this is the, the pants, all right, or say this is the skirt. This is the skirt, all right. And the skirt has different patches on it. Patches, 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 patches. Some of us have the mentality, I'm the yellow patch. 
and and I'm the green patch. I'm the purple patch, and I'm this patch, and I'm that patch, and I'm that. And we don't we 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 don't see the skirt. We just see the patch, you know. And a lot of times, this is how the church is. This church and this church, it just matters what happened in this church, and it just matters what happened over here, and it just matters what happened with us, it just matters what happened with them, and it just matters. But we don't see the whole body of Christ. We just see this. We just see. We just see real small, but we see through a glass darkly. But when we begin to see face to face, we can see in the whole totality that this thing is way bigger than I thought. Literally. When I talk about the green patch, I am literally harming the whole garment that I am connected to. I'm connected to this garment. Yes, I might be the yellow patch. Yes, I might be the green patch. Yes, I might be the red patch. But it's the whole garment that covers. Okay, it's the whole garment. Um, the the woman is the glory of the man. All right. The woman is the glory of the man. So it's the whole garment that covers the bride of Christ. All right. It's the whole garment that causes her to be his glory, to be Jesus's glory. He, she's his bride. It is the whole. It's not just the green patch. You understand? It's not just. And when when father said, I am going to turn my face back to my kids. I have not neglected them and I'm just giving you a time to come in, but I have not neglected them. I'm going to turn my face back to them, but I am grafting you in now. I am grafting you in and I'm giving you a space of grace to come on in and be a part of this skirt. But if you say no, that's fine. But there are many that are saying yes. And they're not just saying it with their mouth, their lips. But they're saying it with their heart. They're saying, yes, Lord. I receive this grafting in. They're saying, yes, Lord. I will respond to this grafting in. They're saying, yes, Lord. So how do you see it? Do you see yourself as this green patch? This yellow patch? This orange patch? I look at Africa. And Africa, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. And, but it's just all just busted up. You know what I'm saying? It's all busted up, busted up, busted up, busted up, busted up. But the whole thing makes up Africa. But it's just, you know, this tribe, that tribe, that tribe, that tribe, that tribe. And it's all just, 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 you know, separated, divided. But, when you stand back and look at it, if the whole, if Africa would just come together as one, as one, such a mighty nation, you understand? And I just use that for an example, but the bride of Christ, such a mighty nation, but you just, we just bust it up in the different patches, this patch, that patch. And we can't understand. We can't sometimes we some of us can't see that it's the whole body that Jesus is coming back for, not a patch. And this body has to be joined together as one. So how do you see it? How do you see it? Ezekiel. Chapter 16, we are on 18 minutes. Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 1, says again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations and say, thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite, and thy mother an Hittite. And as for thy native nativity, in the day thou was born, thy navel was not cut, neither was thy wash in water to supply, to supple thee. Thou was not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. 
None I pity thee to do any of these unto thee, to have compassion upon thee, but thou wast cast out in the open field to the loathing of thy person in the day that thou was born. All right. In the day that thou was born. Verse 6 through 14 is what we want to concentrate on today. But I said all that in 18 minutes, almost 19 minutes. I said all that to say that when we look at the word, we can't continue to just see somebody else because the Lord want to talk to you about you. And the Lord want to speak to me about me. And I believe this is where a lot of arrogance and pride come in at. Because it's like, oh, that was for them. Oh, look at what they did. No, if you if you look closely, this is what we're doing right now. Yeah. If we look close, we look closer, we can see ourselves. If we look closer, we can see our own actions. Children of Israel, they marched around for, for, for 400 years, for 400 years, for 40 years. Uh, they was in bondage 400 years. Can you see something you've been doing for a long amount of time? Just marching around the same place, same place, same place. Right? So it's like when we take the word and cast it off on somebody else, I believe it gives us a space of pride. But now. Not so much. So, verse 6. And when I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thine own blood. Now, we can say, okay, he's talking about Jerusalem who polluted in their own blood. Okay. Have you been polluted in your own blood before? Like, we have to stop looking at it as green patch, red patch, blue patch. And there's a place every now and then to look at green patch, red patch, blue patch. And the the time to look at the difference in us is when we realize now that this green patch is not necessarily going to always look like the orange patch. And the orange patch is not going to always necessarily look like the yellow patch. And the yellow patch is not going to necessarily look like the black patch. You understand? The black patch is not going to necessarily look like the white patch. Amen. So with that being said, uh, the organs inside of the body or the, the, the limbs outside of the body, we have the arms, we have the legs, we have the torso, alright, we have the abdomen, we have the chest, we have the shoulders, we have the neck, we have the head, we have the eyes, we have the ears, we have the mouth, we, you know, we have the tongue, we have all these different parts, and the tongue does not look like the feet, and the feet do not look like the arms, and the arms don't look like the fingers, and the fingers don't look like, uh, the neck, or the chest, but we still have to realize that this is a functioning part of the body and that we need this in order to operate. You understand? So there are times and seasons where, yeah, we need to understand the difference. Because if we don't understand, okay, things that people don't understand, guess what they try to do to it? They try to kill it. They did not understand Jesus. And guess what they tried to do to him? They tried to kill him. And a lot of times people might not understand you. And this is why this is happening. People try to kill you. They try to kill your character. They try to kill your influence. They try to kill who you really are. You know what I'm saying? People try to kill you. And sometimes physically try to kill you. Right. And so with that being said, there is a time and a season. And many times the Lord wants us to see the bride as a whole, because this is what we're going for. The connectivity of the bride as a whole, but also knowing and having the wisdom that the feet are not going to look like the knees. But can the knees say to the feet, I don't need you. Can the head say to the feet, I don't need you. Well, how can you go anywhere? Can the feet say to the hands, we don't need you? So there is a wisdom in walking this walk by faith, which is 
Yes, there's a difference, but it shouldn't be such a, it shouldn't be a prejudice. Well, that's green. That's yellow. That's orange. No, no, we don't. Yeah. Let's just, you know, let's just stick with yellow. Let's just stick with green. Let's just stick. We all work together. Verse six says, and when I passed by thee and saw the and saw thee polluted in thine own blood, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. Yes, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. Well, he was talking about Jerusalem. He's talking about you. I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field, and thou hast increased and waxen great, and thou art come to excellent ornaments. Thy breasts are fashioned, and thine hair is grown, whereas thou wast naked and bear. Let's read seven again. I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field, and thou hast increased and waxen great, and thou art come to excellent ornaments. Thy breasts are fashioned, and thine hair is grown, whereas thou wast naked and bare. Now when I passed by thee and looked upon thee, behold, thy time was the time of love. And I spread my skirt over thee and covered thy nakedness. Yes, I swear unto thee and entered into a covenant with thee, said the Lord God, and thou becamest mine. Then washed I thee with water. Yes, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee, and I anointed thee with oil. Listen to verse 10. I clothed thee also with broidery works. That's embroidery. I clothed thee also with broidery works. Now, remember we were talking about being clothed in Genesis when, when I was telling you that that Adam and Eve didn't have any skin. But before they left, God gave them coats of skin and clothed them. Right? Then we went to the book of Job and he began to say, You clothe me with skin, you fence me in with bones, and you get and you've um he named sinews and he named um something else. Amen. Skin, blood, sinews. Right here in verse 10, it said, I clothe thee also with embroidered works. Now, he's not talking about tattoos. All right. Embroidery. Now, he's not talking about tattoos right here. He said, I clothe thee also with embroidery work and shod thee. Now, listen, with badger's skin. And I girded thee about with fine linen and I covered thee with silk. Now, right here, the, the, the Lord specifies what type of skin he's talking about. All right. I looked up a badger and a badger is a, that's an odd looking little animal, but it, it's an animal, a badger skin. So right here, he's saying, I clothe, I clothe thee also with embroidery work and shot thee with badger skin and I girded thee with fine linen and I covered thee with silk. All right. So this is a lot of different type of, of, of clothing of protection that the Lord is talking about in this verse 10 right here. All right. In this verse 10 right here, um, he's saying he named embroidery work. So that's like a seal. Embroidery, if you've ever seen embroidery, if you've ever ran your fingers across it, it just has a different feel to it. It's like a seal. All right. It's like a seal. So embroidery work and shot thee with badger skin. 
Then he said these words, and I girded thee about with fine linen. Okay, so Lord, you said the embroidered work that you clothed us with, you shod us with badger skin, and you gird us with fine linen, all right, and covered you with silk. Now, this is a lot, like I said, it's a lot of different things that the Lord is saying in verse 10. But one of the things that we're going to dial into and highlight today is the, the girdle. I girded thee about with fine linen. So we can, we can, we can dissect what fine linen he's talking about. If we go to Ephesians real quick. If we go run over to Ephesians, all right, and we're going to go to chapter six, and we're going to go to verse 10. How about it? So that's Ezekiel, um, Ezekiel 16 and 10. Ezekiel 16 and 10 says, I clothed thee, I clothed thee also with, with broader, broader work and shod thee with badger's skin. And I girded thee about with fine linen and I covered thee with silk. All right. So we go to Ephesians 6 and 10 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. All right. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto thee the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand. Hallelujah. Therefore, having your loins gird about with truth. Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. 14. Stand, therefore, having your loins gird about with truth. Huh. Flipping back, he said, I clothed thee also with embroidered work and shot thee with badger skin and I girded thee about with fine linen. So, having our loins girded with truth I girded thee about with fine linen. So, how do you see it? The Lord said, I girded you about with fine linen. He said, but then we flip over here. It says, have your loins in verse in Ephesians 6, 14. says, um, therefore, having your loins girded about with truth. Verse 10 in, in chapter 16 said, and I covered thee with silk. Gird thee about with fine linen and I covered thee with silk. So he gird us about with fine linen, covered us with silk. Have your loins gird and gird about with truth. Revelations chapter 19. Says. And verse 8. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen 
is the righteousness of saints. Okay. I clothe thee also with broidery work and shod thee with badger skin and I girded thee about with fine linen and I covered thee with silk. The righteousness of God. So going back up here says he said Then washed I thee with water, yea, I thoroughly washed away thy blood. I thoroughly washed away, where am I, I'm looking, thy blood from thee, and I anointed thee with oil. Alright, there's a place that he said, thy breast, verse 7, I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field, and thou hast increased and waxed great, and thou art come to excellent ornaments. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Thou has come. Thou has come. Saints, this Bible study, we're going to have to have patience today. Amen. Patience is what? Who knows? A virtue, maybe? Yes. Um. Let's see. Hold on just a minute. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes, 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 yes. 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 <laughs> okay. Really back in. Really, really back in. Really back in. First Peter chapter three, verse four. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Let me jot this down. First Peter three, four. I love it. I can't make this stuff. Oh, glory be to you, Lord. I can't make this up. Okay. So if we're walking on water together and if you're doing it correctly, okay, you are in three places. Are you in three places? All right, we're in Revelations chapter 19. We're in Ephesians, okay, chapter 6 and um, verses 14. And we're also in Ezekiel chapter 16. And we're in verses 6, between 6 and 11. All right. And now, see if you got a pen or highlighter, you can stick, you can jot one in one place. My Bible has a couple of, um, little tags little bookmark things that come with it so i can i can um stick one of those right there so give me revelations then i can stick this one right here to give me ephesians and then i'm in ezekiel because i gotta go to we gotta run we gotta walk on water today come on now come on now come on now it's first Peter, all right, chapter three and verses four. All right. First Peter, what time is it? Thirty eight minutes. All right. First Peter chapter three and verse four says, But let it be the hidden man of the hearts. In that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. How do you see it? But let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, 
even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. Says for after this manner, in the old time, the holy women also who trusted in God adorned themselves being in subjection unto their own husbands. Even as Sarai obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are as long. Hold on. Now you are the, the daughters of Sarah as long. No, 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 no. We can't just say we the daughters of Sarah and we just wait. Hey, we just, hey, hey, hey. Ah, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because see, we're adopted in. So you, you gotta really walk soft. Yeah, you got we 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 gotta really walk off. We gotta really check, check and recheck. Because we could just as just as quick become a daughter of Eve. But the daughters of Sarah, you are as long as you do well. And are not afraid with any amazement. Not afraid with any amazement. Likewise, ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together, being heirs together. Now, this kind of sort of goes back to what we, what the Holy Ghost was saying earlier, where husbands, yes, you have to realize that that's your wife. That's not a man. Right. She, you know, she, she, she's not a dude. She's just not a dude. And the Bible says, hey, first Peter, deal with her according to knowledge. So, yes, it's important to understand when to see the difference i understand that this is my husband i should respect him calling him lord he understands that i'm the wife i'm the weaker vessel and that he should deal with me according to knowledge that i'm the weaker vessel i'm not a dude but then there comes a time where we have to realize and put the differences aside we're joint heirs now right we're together as one you understand? And it takes the Holy Ghost to give us that great balance that we need. Because, yes, it's important for you to realize that I'm a female. And it's very important for me to realize that you're a male. But then it's important for me and you to see ourselves as one, two. Not one, two, three, but like as one. We should see it this way, too. And it's important. For us not to be so prejudiced to one side, that's a female and I'm a male and we can't get along. Well, that's just, it's off balance. Because we should be able to understand that our differences is what makes us alike. Because you're the male, I'm the female, yet we come together to reproduce something beautiful. Right? This is how it works. We come together to do so, to reproduce something beautiful. So, yeah, it says, knowing that ye are thereunto called that ye should inherit a blessing. So he said, um, finally, be ye, be ye all of one mind, right? Having compassion. How do we get into this? Ah! Finally, be ye all of one mind. Having compassion one of another, right? Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous. So having that one mind, thank you, Holy Ghost. That's how we got into it. The Holy Ghost led us here. All right. Having, having that one mind and that one mind is not saying that, uh, well, you're the green patch and I'm the orange patch and we're the red patch and we're the yellow patch and we're the brown patch and we're this patch and we're that patch. 
but having that one mind to say we're the body of Christ. And this is how we thrive because the green patch can't make without the red patch and the red patch can't make without this. But we are all of one mind. And this is how we dwell in unity where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. There's liberty. There's unity. There's strength. Okay, because it's one mind operating this whole big machine. Yes, there's different parts, but it's only one thinking in the Bible. The word of God, it brings us all to this one thinking to where you might be black and you might be white and you might be tiger stripe. You might be a Jew. You might be Gentile. You might be this. You might be that. But to bring us all into one mind of Christ, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. We all should be unified as one. Those of us that are in the mind of Christ, we should be unified as one. It doesn't matter if the if if we're the green patch or the yellow patch or the red patch or the white patch. It don't matter because as long as we have the biblical basics, everything is supposed to flow together. This is how the Lord made the body. Everything inside of the temple or is supposed to flow together. To cause movement and being and living, living, moving and being everything inside of the temple that God created is supposed to work together to cause the living, moving and being. Okay, so. 46 minutes. So he said, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise, but contrarywise blessing. I think I said that right. Knowing that ye are thereunto called that you should be, that you should inherit a blessing, right? So they're saying, come on, we got to get it together. Amen. So we came here for verses. Three. Whose adorning let it not be the outward adorning. Verse four. But let it be the hidden man of the heart in which is not corruptible. Even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God, a great price. All right. Even the ornament, which is in the sight of God of a great price. So we go back here to Ezekiel chapter 16. And verses seven, I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field and thou has increased and waxing great and thou art come to excellent ornaments. Thou has come to excellent ornaments. Thy breasts. Are fashioned. Thy breasts are fashioned. What did I go get jewelry? Did I get piercings or something? My the breasts are fashioned. Ah, ouch! I just hit myself in the head. Thy breast is fashioned. Let's go back over here to where's our other little spot? Uh, Ephesians. Chapter All right, Ephesians six. He said, Where wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate. Okay, because that piercing stuff sounds painful, but okay, having on the breastplate of righteousness. Okay, so now that the breast is fashioned with a plate, 
of righteousness. And we have on, we have our, on our loins is gird with truth. All right. It's gird with truth, which is fine linen. And I covered the in silk, but the fine linen is still the righteousness because there's the breastplate of righteousness. In Revelation 19, he said that that righteousness, that the fine linen was the righteousness of the saints. So the breastplate of righteousness and the loins girt about it with truth. It's still righteousness. Our head shot with our, our helmet of salvation is going to teach righteousness. Feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace points to righteousness. So everything is leading to righteousness, not self-righteousness, but God's righteousness. 51 minutes. God's righteousness. So I'm fashioned now. He said, Thy breasts are fashioned and thine hair is grown, whereas thou wast naked and bare. Now when I passed by thee and looked upon thee, behold, thy time was the time of love, and I spread my skirt over thee. And covered thy nakedness. Yes, I swear unto thee. And entered into a covenant with thee, said the Lord God. And thou becamest mine. Then washed I thee with water. Yes, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee. And I anointed thee with oil. I clothed thee also with embroidered work. And shod thee with badger skin. Now, when we go back to this embroidery work, now this is really something. Okay, okay. 52 minutes. Go with me for just for a second. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Hold on. Go with me real quick. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, Proverbs. Ooh, this is good. Okay, this is good. Okay, so Proverbs chapter 7 and verse 3. Let's do... Mm. Keep my commandments and live... And my law as the apple of thine eye. Bind them up on thy fingers. Now he talked to the Lord talked about embroidery work over here. He said, I've, I've, I've clothed thee also with embroidery work. He says, bind them upon thy fingers. Write them upon the table of thine heart. All right. That's Proverbs 7 and 3. Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister, and also understanding thy kinswoman. So the Lord told us in Proverbs chapter 7, verse 3, bind them. He's talking about the word of God. Bind them upon thy fingers. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So he says, I have clothed thee with embroidered work. When we begin to talk about embroidery, there are many things you can, you can do embroidery with, but I think about letters. He says, I've clothed thee with embroidered work and shot thee with badger skin. All right. And girded thee with fine linen, and I covered thee with silk. I decked thee also with ornaments. What ornaments, Lord? 
I see the, listen, 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 listen. He said, the Lord says that a meek and quiet spirit, this, this is the ornament, right? Is that what he said? And it's of great price. Okay. Let's see. Yes, 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 yes. We stayed. Thank God we stayed. Okay. So it says, oh, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God, a great price. Okay. So in the sight of God, a meek and quiet spirit is a great price. We flip back. It says, I deck thee also with ornaments. So in the eyes of God, now how do you see it? But right now we're going to see how, say how God see it. In the eyes of God, a meek and quiet spirit is like having on bracelets upon thy hands and a chain upon thy neck and a jewel on thy forehead and earrings in thine ears. And a beautiful crown upon thine head. And your deck with gold and silver. And thy remnant of fine linen and silk and embroidered work. In the eyes of God, a meek and quiet spirit. Is as it's a, it's a great price. This is how I see you. You have so many beautiful ornaments on you. The Bible goes on to say, verse thirteen again. Thus was thou decked with gold and silver, and thy remnant was of fine linen and silk. And embroidery work, thou didst eat fine flour and honey and oil, and thou wast exceeding beautiful. I think we have time to look up exceeding. What do you think? I think we have time. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Hurry up. Let's see. Okay, where are we? Where are we? Fifty-seven minutes. All right. Exceedingly. One more time. Exceedingly. Okay, extremely, exceptionally, tremendously. Immensely, supremely, very, truly, really, most distinctly, terribly, awfully, majorly, seriously, megaly, beautiful. And thou didst prosper. Hi. God bless you. Thy didst prosper into a kingdom. And thy renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty. For it was perfect through. Listen to this. Got to get this part. Got to get this before we go. Please. This talk, This goes back to what we talked about yesterday. He says. For it was perfect, 14 again, and thy renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty. For it was perfect through my comeliness. You weren't perfect because of you, but you were perfect through my comeliness because of me, which I had put upon you. Said the Lord God. 
Amen. Saints, I love you so much. I pray that something said uh, enlightened you, inspired you, and caused you to just want to just go ahead on and embrace being a saint of God because we have been grafted in. Amen. Until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen.